Hello and welcome back to another episode of the True Blue Sport Podcast. The ninth week of NRL is done and dusted. NRL Week 10 is here and it is Magic Round. Magic Round is here Magic and round. Eddie is also here at the table on the mic. I'm not as special as Magic Round. You keen for Magic Round, mate? I'm stoked for Magic Round. I mean, you know, not that it necessarily makes a difference to my viewing from the, the lounge room. I'm not going to Brisbane. Oh, I'd love to. But it's just, it's the atmosphere. You know, mm. it's magic round. Mm, exactly. Get Anyone out there want to give us tickets, we'll, yeah. we'll happily, happily take, take them. We'll gobble them up. Yes. We'll swoop them. Even though Sadie sold out, if you want to like make way and just let us go. Yeah, we'll, we'll get a box yeah. from some yeah. someone. And you probably will have to pay for our flights too. That's yeah, it. if you want. Yeah. Like, yeah. You probably should, but... Um, yeah, well, yeah well, we'll be struggling too, so... Yeah, um, yeah it's going to be it's gonna be magic. Magic. In the name. In the air. In the air. They're in the, the atmosphere. A lot of know. close games... Which we'll speak about a lot of weird coming games, up. But a lot of sus games. But anyway, begin. straight into some news for the week. A bit going on, you know. Uh, Volkman and Freddie Lussick, effective immediately to the Warriors. You know, they're, they're straight there. Volkman was traditionally signed, or originally signed, I should say, uh, from the start of 2023. And Lussick was not signed, but they've both now signed. Uh, Volkman's to the 2025 season, and Lussick is just to the end of the year. So, good stuff for the Warriors there. Kieran Foran, uh signed with the Titans. Mm, interesting. From 2023 for two years, supposedly on 750K. That's too much. You reckon? Yeah, 750. Like 100%? Yeah, I wouldn't be paying 750 for him. Even though how much it means for Toby Sexton? Yes. I'd, six, 600, I'd say. 750, that's... You know, Moses is probably getting paid 800. Yeah, Ish. yeah. And I mean, like, they just let go of Jamal Fogey too, which is a big yeah, question, and now they're signing him back, and, like, he's old, he's injury prone. Exactly. But he's playing good footy. Exactly. He's playing good footy. Traditionally, outside of Manly, he doesn't play well, mm. but we'll see how that goes. Uh, good good stuff for Schuster as well. You'll think he'll slot into the sixth role next year. Yeah. Uh, which is good for him and good for the man- well, Manly because they don't have to worry about pressure anymore. Foran's going to have to lead that team now. He's not going to have DC to sort of yeah, be that main. Yeah, he'll have to step up. But, you so know, be interesting, but I do I do feel bad for be a uh, bit bad for Jaden Campbell. Yes, because he's not going to get a. You'd think it'll be Brimo. Yeah, you wouldn't drop Brimo. You think it'll be Brimo, and then Sexton. Mm, yeah, that's a bit unfortunate. Yeah. So but, like Foran might be there for too much longer. You'd assume two years. Yeah, you know, maybe misses. Yeah, two years then. Two years. And yeah, that could be, that'll be done. That could be a that'll big loss for... Maybe Campbell could go to another club, so that could or be end bad. maybe. Yeah, exactly. Cheaper than Bruce Walsh. Yeah. Anyway, uh, moving on to Nick Arima. He is officially signed. I know we spoke about it last week, but officially signed to the end of the year He's with Rabideau. the Rabbitohs, and he has a player option to extend next year as well. Playing this week too. Is he playing? Yeah. I thought pretty he was sure 19. Pretty sure he's on the bench. Oh, okay. I believe. There could be uh, and also, just lastly, Robert Jennings to the Dolphins until 2025. Nice little winger up there as well. Yeah. You know, They've now got two wingers if they sign Reese Walsh or Jaden Campbell. So they've got Asako and Jennings. Yeah. If they want to sign one of the young fullbacks, then they've got you know wingers and fullbacks sorted. Anyway, moving into round 10, we'll just quickly go over the injuries. Not too bad this week. Uh, the Rabbits uh, wasn't in the game, but Cam Murray um, has hurt his neck slash shoulder. You know, indefinite, but he's out for round one. Uh, Origin 1, sorry, which is a shame. Raiders, Jared Croker, in his first game back, uh, hurt his shoulder, and he's out to round 12. Manly Schuster hurt his calf. Just one more week on that. He's back next week, they think. Uh, Roosters, Sam Verrills, has proper fractured his collarbone. He's got to have surgery. Not sure when he'll be back yet. Knights, Frizzell is crook, and he won't be back this week. He'll be back the week after. Jack Johns hurt his arm. Don't know when he'll be back yet. Storm obviously got Paps, hurt his knee on one leg and he's hamming on the other. He's got four to six weeks on the sidelines, putting you out for Origin 1. And Remus Smith with a pec injury, seeing him out till round 22. Wow. So that's, you know, a loss for the Storm. Uh, three suspensions this week. You had Lindsay Collins with a grade two careless high shot, one match. Will Kennedy, which we'll get into later, but he had a grade three careless high shot and he got two matches. And Jesse Ramian also had a grade three high shot. And got three matches. So, what going on? Unfortunate for the Sharks because they've got two players out now for a total of five weeks, but you know, yeah. only three. But anyway, moving on to round 10. Round 10, righto. Straight into the first game the Broncos versus the Rabbitohs. Broncos 32 12. 
Talk you about know, a mighty duck story, mate. Talk about Reynolds against his old club, scoring a try. Yep. First game against his old club, just fairy tale sort of sort of stuff, you know. I don't well think done, Reynolds. I saw a single kick go out of a centimeter radius of where he wanted it to go. It was like it was on a string. I'm pretty sure. Like perfect. Like every single kick was just pinpoint. And I bet the Rabbitohs like, were sitting there. And obviously, you know, Dimitri wasn't the coach last year, but I bet yeah. he was he was sitting there going, mate. Well, apparently he's the man that got rid of him. So Is he? Yeah, apparently. Well, either way, apparently he's sitting then. there going. Yeah. Why did I let him go? That's, what, what, he, what, that's what he should be saying. What the hell have Why I Why did done? I let him go? I'm stuck with Ilias. Mm. Well, now I've got Nicarima, but, you know. So good on bloody Reynolds because that was exceptional. You yes. know, just carved it up. Just absolutely carved it up. Um, we cannot go past the Broncos forwards, though. Pat Carrigan shared out. Incredible. That That's pass. That's all I to say. That pass, that flick pass, was beautiful. Gun. Beautiful. Gun. So, Gun. good on the Broncos forwards. You know, they, Kempi's favorite they did player. an excellent job of getting yeah. the ball down mm. there. And then Reynolds built on the back of that. Uh, the outside backs were very sharp as well for the Broncos, despite some errors, you know, some handling errors. They, you know, Cobbo obviously had an awesome game. Mm. I couldn't speak highly of Hurley, Herbie Farmworth. I, I think he's absolute. Sorry, couldn't speak more highly of Herbie Farmworth. I think he's unsung, absolute gun. Yeah, he's been one of the Broncos' best yeah. this year. For like, no questions asked. Even Corey Oates. Corey Oates, gun. Tony, quiet. But yeah. you know, other than that, they, they yeah. were good. So all around the park, you know, Broncos were doing really well, and Reynolds just held it all together. You know. I've got, I guess, one question now for you, James. Are yes. they are they contenders? The Broncos. Yeah. For the top eight premiership. What do you say? We'll say well, we'll start with top eight. Are they contenders for top eight? Definitely. Yeah. Are they contenders for semi finals? Semi finals. I know it's very early. Um I'll probably I'm gonna say they are. I'm going to say they are purely because I'm not going to say they're not. Yeah, I can't. You know what I mean? Like, the way that they're playing now, Reynolds, forwards coming into, you know, great stuff. They played, they put on that performance against Rabbitohs with no Catewell or Haas, you know? Plus the way other teams are playing. Yeah. Like, there's yeah. that top four. So, you know, I think you think the Broncos, the way they're playing, they're probably, you know, at the moment, one of the informed teams in the top eight. So yeah. you could say, yeah, I think they... They can push for it, definitely. But top eight, I think, at the moment, if they don't make the top eight, it's just, it'll be surprising. Absolutely. You know, and they... They've had a bit of an up and down year. Like, at the start, you're like, the first game, like, geez, Broncos are on here. And then absolutely flop a couple of games. You're like, yeah. oh, back to the old ways. Next minute, a couple of good wins. Up, you know, I think yeah. Tyson Gamble as well mm. is, is One of the great, worst haircuts at Great accessory, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you know, he, he just, he... Looks like a footy player. He does. You know, he not straightens not, his mullet bar. Not an NRL player. A footy player. A footy, just a footy. you know stock standard footy player. You're right. But the Rabbitohs is pretty average, but yeah, terrible. Like and in handling errors in awful, recent weeks haven't been great. You know, I, I think that there's some serious worrying signs for the Rabbits. I heard something actually. I think the commentator said that Demetrio has been giving his players a football each to walk around during the week, like by the, by their side all week. To try and reduce the errors. Well, it's not working. I know that's the thing. You see, um, who was the one that dropped dropped it twice to Tuller? Yeah, to off, Tuller. The, he, off the off the kick off the yeah, kickoff. His error pretty much ruined that game for the Rabbitohs. Yeah. I know it's harsh, but after that, the Broncos well, it's momentum. Just, yeah, Broncos all over them after that. So it's momentum. Yeah, it wasn't wasn't great, but doesn't seem to be working. Carrying around a footy, well, twenty four seven. Now you know, I've got I've got to ask, are the rabbits? Top eight material. With an oh. extraordinarily tough run home, like extraordinarily, the next three games, relatively, you know, calm. But the run home, mate, it, it's not looking good for them. I say they will, but, um, you know, just because the other team's in the comp. Like, they're not going great, but they're better than some other teams, I think, at the moment. I just you think know, that... They're having a bit of a form slump, but they've got the players there. If the, Raider, if the, the Rabbitohs, in the next three games... If they don't win at least two, they won't make the top eight. Right, I heard here first. There, there you go. Because it's like not hard the next three games. They've got to win at least two of them to get their season back on track. Because if they lose these three games, heads down, 
then they're coming under the pump. They're going to have blokes out for Origin. Yeah, true. Origin blokes come back and they're straight back into it. Mm. Tough team, tough team, tough team, easy team, tough team, easy team, tough team, tough team, tough team, tough team. Like where where's where are they going to get better? Yeah. You know what I mean? So mm. they've got to they've got to go into the Origin period with at least two of these games as wins. Right. That's that's my thing. Yeah. You know. Anyway, Enough, enough of that game. We'll move Next on game. to the Raiders versus the Dogs. Raiders versus the Dogs. Raiders 14 over the Bulldogs 4. This was, you know, a very close game. Yeah. Uh, but Raiders just got over in the end uh, at GIO. So, I'm oh, sorry, the Raiders home ground, which has probably helped them a bit yeah, down well, in the cold weather. You know, it was... It was... Big man over here backed the uh, Dogs, but tipped the Raiders. Okay. So, <laughs> let, me, let me just run you through what's happened. Um, I did my tips... On the Monday, because I was filthy at myself a few weeks ago when I forgot to tip the first round. So I did my tips on the Monday before the team list came out, and I just did a rough idea of what I thought was going to happen. Before the team list came out, I backed Broncos over Rabbits and Raiders over Dogs. Team list came out, got later in the week. I then changed my idea when I was doing the podcast stuff. I changed my idea, and I was like, no, I think these will win. And then forgot to check my tips. Oh, it worked. And I got, went two for two when I should have went over two. So yes. I went seven to, seven for eight. Wow. It was just the Eels trainer that made Cleary miss that conversion. Oh, please, me in eight please, eight please. We'll talk about it in a minute. Raiders Bulldogs at the butt at the moment. A bit of a, a bit of a frawly show. You know, yeah. he played really well. That try did Dufty just run past him? Yes. Like, I don't even think Frawley threw a dummy. I think he just looked to his side and Dufty went, oh, got out of the way. But, you know, it was a good try. Uh, he had a lot of ball. And you, you have to ask yourself, you know, is there, if he plays well again this week, is there maybe a bit of a cloud over Schneider? Frawley has mm. played halfback. Yeah. So is there a bit of a cloud over Schneider? Uh, now that Croak is out as well, if he's out for a long time, they might be looking for a good conversion kicker if there's not one in the side other than that. But, you know, I don't think that's going to hold him back from making a selection change. Yeah, I, I'd probably keep Schneider there just because, you know, it's one game. They beat the Bulldogs. Like, yeah. I don't know. But They didn't flog him. It wasn't convincing. Like, we haven't seen Schneider do anything like what Frawley did. Well, did he, did he go that? I didn't really watch much of it. But he, he went well. He went well. And that try was a really good try. Like, a run at the line, dummy step through, dummy again. Like, and that's what I'm saying, like, I'm not saying sitting here saying prick Frawley, mm. but, you know, if he comes out and has another good game, because he was probably best on ground, yeah, potentially. You know, there was other people that played well, but um, he, he was really good. And if he plays well again this week, there may be a selection cloud for Schneider, but at the end of the day, you know, you probably will just stick with Schneider, who's an out-and-out yeah. out seven, yeah. um, who has been, you know, good and will kick goals now. Croker's injured as well. Uh, big props again. I know I always give big props to the forwards, but I love me forwards, you know, especially Papa, Papa and Tarpany. Both ran for 200 meters. Papa got like 77 post contact meters. What a goat. What a goat. Like just Who's murdered. Just absolutely killed. So, Shout out to our good friend, Josh Papa Lee. If you're listening. If you're listening. We right. love you. Big up. Massive game on the weekend. Yes. Good win. Don't like the hair. Let's go. It's okay. I Bring forgive back the you. Mullet. I forgive you. <laughs> We're kind of similar now. I mean, he's shorter on the top, but yeah. similar length on the back. You, you need know. to tie it up into the, the tail. I don't need to do that. I'll tell, you, I'll tell you that right now. Don't need to do that. But, you know, good game. Good game here. Yep. Uh, Matt Burton as well, I'll just touch on. You know, a lot of the action was in the first half. So uh, he had a good good crack. You know, he was looking at attacking the line. There was that one trial where he got that line break and he got disallowed because it was an obstruction or whatever. Just one of those phony obstructions. But, you know, he was just looking like attacking the line. Um, Bag to try, you know, so good good on him for that. But, yeah, good game from him. Other than that, I thought the dogs were a bit flat. Just didn't offer, you know, a whole lot to counter, you know. Like, the Raiders just did a good job of getting down there, as I said, with their forwards, and they worked yeah. off the back of it. There wasn't much else to say, I yeah. guess. Bulldogs, are, they're a tough team. They just need to work on their attack. Yeah. And then they should get those wins, but... Because most of the games are pretty close, so yeah. Well, they get in, they get that. in and get dirty. Mm. You know, they get they get the job done. Yeah. Well, they don't get the job done. They don't. In the middle, they, they, they try get to get the job done. Yeah, yeah. There you go. They're definitely trying, but uh, not much else. So there, the next game. Here we go. The 
Mighty Eels against the Panthers. Eels 22, Chains, over the Panthers bro. 20. Chains. They cheated. Uh, old man over here, absolutely. I copped it last week about them losing to the Cowboys. So we've beaten the Premiers. Um, oh, wham, wham, wham. Uh, what do you want to say about this one? Congratulations on wanna, winning a, meaning, a meaningless game. Meaningless game. In round nine. Meaningless game. Okay, maybe not meaningless. But like, it happened last year, you know. You beat Storm twice leading twice. into the finals. Yes. We just go. Uh, we, we almost beat the Panthers. Almost. We, we lost. Almost. We lost. Yeah. Trainer, you're talking about the trainer this CEO, week? The trainer last... CEO of almost. Almost, yes, I am. Talk about this trainer, but I want to hear about No, but to be, to be fair, last year the, the, there was a, some very dodgy calls yeah. in that game. But, you know, like, you know I like the Eels. I know. So, I don't you, like how you... You know them. I like... No, you know I like the Eels, yeah. but I just got to, you know, I got to wait for them to do something. I've done it. They, what have they done? Beating the Premiers. That's what they've done. What else do you want to do? Want them to lose? No. <laughs> no, I don't. Like, good at... Well, I mean, kind of, because I would have got a perfect round if they did lose, but, like, they've got to... They can do it in round nine, sure. But, you know, it's a matter of doing it later in the season. That's in, true. In, in, the, true. in the later stage of the season. Like, this game is not going to matter in the grand scheme of the finals. I think it will. You think it will? Their confidence knowing that they beat the Panthers. You, know, you say it's round nine, but it's still an NRL game. Like, they know that they can beat the Panthers in an NRL game. That's the thing. Their confidence, they're in their they mind. They also know they can lose to the Panthers. Yeah, but if they lost, they know they might have you know worries about that. Can we beat this team? So do you reckon? I don't reckon they would. I reckon either way, they're probably sitting there thinking you, we can win. If you beat the best team in the comp in futsal, okay, we beat the best team. Yeah, in but comp they're in not futsal. the best team in the comp at the moment. The Panthers, Storm, are the best team in the comp. Oh, I don't know. That's, that's what can argue there? No, no. Oh, I, I, in like this current round, based off last round, yeah, Storm, but. They're up against us this week, so wait and see. We will wait and see. No paps, but look, props to the Eels. You know, breaking the breaking the, at the end of the day. You know, they broke the win streak. Did they cheat? They did, but that's okay. You know, they oh. won. Oh. No, that there was obviously. Clearly didn't obviously, even look yeah, up. I was about to say there's like there's nothing in that. Hang on, did kick out knock on the ball and they scored? Yeah. Hey, I'm not sitting here. I'm not sitting here <laughs> arguing with you. You know, no, no, I'm just I'm just bringing up some controversy. I'm bringing it to all those. But Cleary did not even know the trainer was there when he was kicking the footy. Exactly. He his eyes was on the ball the whole time, so there's nothing you can say about that. They got away with a filthy call, you know. Yeah. So the Eels won. The Eels won the game. Yeah, and we were playing the the world game, the great game of soccer. We, just, we didn't get to watch this one, but yeah. I did come out and yeah. watch watch a bit of it. Yeah, well, I've rewatched. So, I've rewatched the uh, the highlights. I've looked mm. through the stats. The forwards were great for the Eels, and Ooh. the outside backs in defence were, you know, we we fixed it. We worked it's on about it. Time. They fixed it a bit and. You know, it was sort of tough for the Panthers to get around us. You know, they did score on corners, but, you know, good teams can get around you. So, you know, May scored a double, which was, you know, it's better than, you know, your second row just running straight through the line. You know, when you, when the winger scores, you know that they... They you know, break it in. Yeah, exactly. yeah. They, had, they had to work for it. But one thing that I will just say, I have had a little bit of a look into this game a little bit deeper, you know, because we didn't watch it. I've watched the highlights and I've had a look. So... Obviously, you know, your, your junior Paolo's, Paolo. as, as it is now changed, and your IPAPs had great games. But the, the forwards for the Eels had 13 offloads, and the forwards for the Panthers had three. So when you also put that in the context of two of the, well, the, like the two opening tries for the Eels were off offloads. Hmm. You had that Penasini one to Gutho. Yep. Then you had that penalty try to Marnie yep. off Sean Lane. They've obviously been working on getting the ball free. Obviously, it gives them, you know, space in the middle of the field if it's an offload late mm. in the tackle and you get another 10 metres, which gives you momentum. Stuff like that that can really win over games. And I think that that played a big part in this game was their ability to offload and free up the play as well. Yeah, You saw two tries off it, mm. but also in the middle of the field. Like, I think Paulo had three. Uh, Maddo had four. You know, they're just looking to get that ball free. I know Paulo's a... A renowned offloader. Yeah, well, exactly. You've got Paulo, Madison, who are known as great offloaders, and Eels have been known as yes. a good offloading team in the past three years. Like, that's the stuff that's got them, you know, winning games over these good teams. Over the Panthers. Yeah. Prime is their offloading game. Like, prime example right here. When we're offloading, that's when we're on. Yeah. And obviously, it's proven in, you know, some very close games. We've beaten some good teams with our offloading game. And you can't even argue with the that. ball. It's there in the stats. Yeah, exactly. You know, it's, it's, it's mm. right there in front of you, and that's why I just thought I'd bring it up because it is obviously very they do have players in there who are very renowned for it 
And, yeah, I think every one of their forwards besides Regan Kemmergillard at least had one. Yeah, well, Papali also loves an offload. Yeah, so. so, like, that's just something that you need to look out for for the Eels and maybe something that teams need to look at about wrapping up that ball a bit yeah. tighter. Mm. You know, not giving them those those late tackle offloads where they can get the extra metres. We can and, tell they definitely try and pull it, just can't get around yeah, it. He's too big. He's chest, man. He's just he's, so he's skillful. Be his chest has to be nerfed. <laughs> I reckon if they put, like, a pin in it, it'll pop. <laughs> Like Dead said, I don't even know. You said something about he wears yeah, something he wears under his something. shirt. See it. But like, still, I don't know what around. that is. Like I don't know. Just say it's an injury and you can wear it probably. What about um, what about Maddo's try? Just yes. murdered Dylan Edwards. That left foot. Bang. Iced his veins. A couple of nice edits on that. Yeah. I think you need to make edit on that. Yeah. Might, might make a little edit But of the man. That was awesome. Obviously, Gutho had a good game as well. Dillbags nearly bazzed up the whole game because <laughs> he was looking behind him. Cool. and too cool. Oh, Oh, come out of nowhere and lay the shoulder in. He's just so cool. But he got the ball down, so good try. You know, good on the eels. That's all I've got to say to you, Jimmy. Good on the eels. Yeah, good win. We will skip over the Dragons game, which is coming up, (laughs) because I don't want to talk about it. But moving on to the next one. Seagulls versus Tigers, the next game. Seagulls 36 over Tigers 22. Yep. Um, You know, manly. Interesting interesting game, man. Like, it it was was weird. Like, Tigers... Wouldn't go away. Yeah, exactly. They wouldn't go away. They just kept like, Manly would score and you're like, yeah, yeah, it's done. Mm. And I mean, it was done, but like Tigers just kept going and you kept getting this yeah, little glimmer of hope. It got close for a bit there, but. You kept getting this little glimmer of hope and then they'd come down the other end and Tigers let in some stupidly soft shit try and it'd be like, okay, it's done. But I just had, you know, poor defense on both sides a lot of the time. You know, the end of the second half, obviously everyone's gassed, but like it was just, okay, score, sure. Like, you score, we'll just come down and score as well. It wasn't like, I'm going to stop you from scoring. Yeah. Like... Yeah, some of the, like, manly efforts, like, I was watching it back, they just, they barely tried to tackle A. Like, yeah. They just sort of, like, cooler. He could have sort of, like, you know, tried his best to dive under the ball, save from someone putting it down, but he just sort of, just like, jogged and just let it happen. Yeah. Like, uh, well, we're in front by 10. Those one percenters. But if yeah. Tommy was, was a bit injured, I think. He looked a bit injured. Yeah, a bit ginger. Yeah, like he was running a bit weird. So I think obviously when your fullback's not he, running back run, side to side, I think side he runs covering. weird though. He does, but he like you could tell that there was something he's wrong. He's a bit like, ginger, yeah, right. That one of the tries, he was just he could have sprint not sprinted, but jogged at least. He was sort of just like walking. Like oh, the Gar- the Garner one. It might have been that. Is one. that what you talking about when he like busted side. down the sideline? It was no? on the left side. Yeah, might have been that. That was right side. Garner, Garner well, it was Tommy's left, but Garner second bursted. half left side. I think it might have been Gildart, maybe. Not sure. Anyway. Was it the one where he had to tackle him over the sideline one-on-one? No, Tommy was like near the goalpost, like okay, running yeah, no, towards the left one, side. Not, not that one. Oh, oh. But he was like, he got nowhere near it. Like he wasn't even near the post, like the corner post. He didn't even make it to the Okay, Okay, because I was going to say like there was that Garner try where Tommy was just kind of jogging up to him and then... Went for a tackle in the oh, last yeah, yeah. 10. In the corner. Yeah. yeah. Is that the one you're talking about? No, no, no that's yeah. not it. But that one as well. Yeah. He could have, you know, Cause tried he just, just kind of like... sort of jogged. He just kind of waited to see if he was going to go inside. Yeah. And yeah. there was only like 15 metres to the trial. Yeah. And I was sitting there going, tackle him. Bro. Yeah, I think this... Tackle him. Ever since he came back, he's still looked a bit ginger. But that's nothing for super coaches out scared, there. A bit scared. Yeah. But uh, obviously Burbo, two tries and a try Burbo. Good on him. Jake, I've never seen a more pump player. Jerbo <laughs> when at the end when, of the game when he went over like he was yeah. he was just, more pumped than both of them combined. Mm. That um post match interview, you see that? No. Like Jerbo uh, like saying how proud he is. Really? He said, on, "I'm you, just bro. so proud. I'm just so proud." And then he like Good say some him. stuff and then Good on him. he go, "I'm just so proud." Like the next sentence and then one of the um blokes on the panel like the I think he's proud. The guys, "Oi, Jack, you proud?" <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, like that. yeah. One of how them. How proud of you? Are. How proud of you, mate, mate? And you would have, you just would have laughed. Put, put, the thumbs the, up. put the thumbs up. Yeah, proud, mate. Yeah, proud, mate. That's family's proud. That's gild. But obviously, good to see old Burbs coming in in place for Olakawatu and mm. lighting it up, which was good. And he's retained his spot at centre. Uh, DCE just carving. Yeah, he's, he's, play, he's a good player. Like He's just carving up. Can't eh? deny it. He's just so good. Mm. He's so good. He tries so hard, too. Like For you, is he still the Aussie 7? No. I don't think so. Cleary's got to be there. I think it's Cleary. You, you know, know, Nate. What's his name? Um, DC. You know, he's he does he tries his best. He's a good player. Like he's definitely stand. He's similar to Ben Hunt. Yeah, like, in a way yeah, that yeah, he yeah. just doesn't give up. He he's always trying. He's he's underrated. He's good. Like 
people under, underestimate him, but yeah, I think Cleary, um, got to have Cleary in there. He's the best yeah. player in the comp. Or, well, now, you know, Ben Hunt maybe, get him in there, you know. What, Australia? Yeah, yeah. That's what I'm talking about, yeah. Get him, you know, just give him the jersey, give him a run, you know, see how he goes. Well, you could do that, but you won't. <laughs> I would, because Ben yeah. Hunt is the GOAT, and he's the best player in the comp. So, that, that, there's that. Jeez. Um, I guess I just wanted to touch on a couple more things. Is it, obviously, you know, turbo run for 220 metres or something, got one try assist, but are we just seeing, you know, a bit of the, the unseen turbo effect of having him, having him in the side where they could just vault down and, you know, Garrett got a couple, Tupelodu got some, mm. you know, like setting up for the wingers was a, seemed like it was a lot easier. Even though the Tigers were doing a pretty good job of shutting him down a lot of the time, like, I just, I think that, Having him in the side, it's just a boost. Well, yeah, it is a boost. Like, obviously, he hasn't he's still not lighting up the like lighting up the world, carrying the team. That's a good thing that he's not carrying the team. Like, yeah, without him, they've proven to be a pretty decent team. But um, it's definitely good to have him there. Obviously, the wingers and that benefit from him. Yeah, um, it gives him another option. He's like I said, he still looks a bit ginger or something. So I think he's the best is still yet to come. But yeah, yeah, obviously it's better to have him there. Yeah. But you know, I don't think they they. I don't need him as much as I did last year, which is good. Yeah, and Jimmy, I've got I've got a stat for you. Stat another right. stat that again I've done a bit of digging. Yep. This this should amaze you. You should be like, what the hell? Even though you kind of knew that this was going on, Jackson Hastings had ninety six receipts, so he got the ball ninety six times. That is ten more times than their eighty minute hooker. Ten more times than their eighty-minute hooker. So he wow had ten more touches. How's that impossible? Than their eighty-minute hooker. <laughs> How's that? Yeah, right. Like just just wrap your head around that. Wow. Yeah. Like and, and it's ninety-six. So that means Simpkin. Just still, try to work that out. Simpkin still had like eighty-four or something. And Hastings had more. And Hastings still had ninety-six. Yeah, that's good. That's that's a good start there. I know. I remember last week we spoke about how many he had compared to other halfbacks. Yeah, but that's that's compared to his own hooker. His hooker. Wow. 10 more than him. Yeah, Ridiculous, man. Ridiculous. Good stat. I know. I'm Where'd a stat you find man. that? The NRL. Deep in the depths of the NRL? Yeah, you just, you know, you just have a look Receipts. at the... Receipts. That's how you break that's how you break a game down, you know. That's how you, how you have a... That's how you do a podcast. Mm, you good go stat. in there, you break it down, you look for some stats, you know, and you come back to the podcast with these amazing stats that probably not, not a lot of people have, have really thought about. How he has 10 more touches than that 80-minute hooker. That's... Wow. Like, on the weekend, uh, buddy, Hutchinson, Hutchinson played 61, 57 minutes or something like that, and he had, like, five less than Kiri. Mm. And Kiri got three try assists. Yeah, that's, that's crazy. It's, it's Nine, when you put oh. it into context. That's, like, just so much for half anyway in general. 96. Yeah. Nearly 100. Mm. Good in 80 player. minutes. But Good anyway, I just, I just needed to get that off my chest, you know. That was sitting there. It was weighing me down. But moving on to the Roosters versus Titan game. Roosters uh, 44 over the Titans 16. Disappointing. Just disappointing. Well, not disappointing for Bit the Roosters. Bit of a flogging here. Uh, Just that last 20 minutes, man. Yeah, well, the Titans were sort of in it for a bit. Yeah, they come out and I think it was... It was a close for a bit and then Roosters scored. Or Esse. Yeah. Try that like right after halftime that you're like, oh, geez, okay. Is it on here? And then, no, it turns out it wasn't on. You know, as Titans are worrying. Titans very, very worrying. Yeah. And they're going to get pumped again this week against the Dragons. Mm, definitely. We spoke about in pre-season, but the loss of Jamal Fogarty's just, it, just it, shown that. It's hurt, man. Like, they were going well at the start of the year. Don't get me wrong, but, you know, you need those experienced players to lead you through a whole season. And Sexton, you know, he's he's good, but I don't think he can do it for the whole season like he has yeah. at the start of the year. Yeah, no. And I, it's showing. Yeah, I had him at... Um, I made a bad call at the start of the year. I had him for Rookie of the Year. Ooh. Not looking great. But I, I expected big things from him, and I expected some good stuff from the Titans. Yeah. But They're mixing up this half too much. Yeah. Like, they're spying. Yeah. You know, shaking up. Jane mm. Campbell comes back in this week. Yeah. But, you good know, for the Roosters, but. Yeah. Good great win. for the Roosters. That's a win they know. needed. Teddy, proven that he's still the best in the competition. Three tries, 10 tackle busts, line break assists. You know, just... And I know it's against the Titans, but... He really busted the game open here. You know, he's, he's an absolute gun. He deserves to be the Blues fullback and skipper. I don't care what you say. Um, 
are the Roosters finally clicking, Hammers? Or is mm. it just a, a poor showing from the Titans? No, nah, I wouldn't say they've clicked yet. Poor showing from the Titans. Poor but, showing from the Titans. But they Teddy, put like 24 points in 20 minutes in the last... Yeah. That just shows that they gave up the Titans pretty yep, much. Which is the worst footy to watch. Yeah. Teddy just pretty much, not carried, but like he was the man in this game. And yep. doesn't, that doesn't he's mean the they man. clicked. That doesn't mean the halves clicked. He's the man. Yeah. He just showed up. Uh, yeah, I don't think they've clicked, not really. I, I think that um, when you say that, we can't look past Kiri three try assists. Yeah, true. You know, he had his hands... Individually, good players, good He had his hands on the games, ball. But yeah, but we haven't seen it from Kiri though, yet. You yeah, know, he, he had his hand in some tries, he had his hand with, with the ball, mm. and he was actually a little bit more confident when they started putting points on. So maybe, maybe he needs to work off the back of Teddy. You know, Teddy, go do something, and then he'll get more confident. I don't really know, but, you know, it, it was good to see that the Roosters actually showed us what they're capable of, you know, because it doesn't matter who it's against. Putting 44 points on in the NRL is it's a good feat. Yeah, definitely. You know, but there's not much more to say. You know? It's a win they needed. Disappointing from the Titans. We It's too early to say the Roosters are clicking, but yeah, it's good signs. So there's not much really to say on this one. Yeah, you know? pretty, Moving on. Pretty average game yeah. to watch. But yeah, exactly. The exactly. next one, Cowboys versus the Knights. <laughs> Cowboys 36 over the Knights, 16. <sighs> oh, jeez. Um, you know, I think most people expected the Cowboys to win, but for the Knights, it's another disappointing loss. Well, for the Knights to go into the sheds up. Yeah, true. They were up. They were winning they? at half yeah. time, mm. and they didn't score a point in the second mm. half. Because I'm pretty sure, if my memory serves me correctly, it was 16-10 at half time. And I'm sitting here going, okay, well, is it finally the Knights' time to shine? Nah. Mm. It wasn't. And I'm not going to... This week, I'm not going to sit here and bag out the Knights because I know that the Knights fans will be going through a lot. You know, I've experienced it as a Dragons fan. Uh, yeah, don't talk too much because the next game is coming Exactly, up. exactly. But, you know, better showing, at least, from, from the Knights, yeah. they put some points on. Especially from Ponga. Yeah, yeah. He was really, really trying yeah. hard. I think the inclusion of all these young players that they brought in sort of to, you know, try and... Uh, mix things up definitely helped because like a lot of energy Matt yeah. Croker yeah. shout out to our man Matt Croker off the bench was incredible Yeah, he was very very good um, and I know I was talking to someone uh, a very avid Knights fan loves the Knights bootleggers he was saying that you know the players like Saifidis the Saifidi brothers they just you know they just plot along yeah, exactly. not do much and then exactly. those, those young blokes come in and just show that they want to win so I think Good signs from the young blokes coming in, but and you got your blokes like Brody Jones as well. Yeah, like who just gives it everything. Exactly, they just give it their all, and then every time he's on the field, Ponga sort he was sort of playing five eight. Like yeah, they were doing something there where I think Hoy was sort of playing fullback, and uh, Ponga was sort of playing five eight without him sort of naming it on the team list. Yeah, when they were attacking the line. Yeah, yeah. Ponga was definitely better. He showed that he wanted to win there, and he was getting involved. And look what happened. He what set up a. Maybe he definitely set up one, a little kick on into the post. I think it was one try assist. Yeah, but he was tr- he was trying. But yeah, and a lot of them were trying. That's and that's the thing; they were actually having a crack. You know, it was obviously a game plan from O'Brien to come out and have Ponga a lot more involved mm. directly in the play, not just swinging it out the back. So, you know, Chad Townsend he had four try assists in fifty-two ball touches, yeah, which is gone. which is obviously great. And I think majority of them are in the second half. You know, they only scored two in the first half anyway, but. You know, he came out and dominated. I just, yeah, I didn't expect the Knights to go well at all this week because the Cowboys' line defence has been all right. So I didn't expect them to go well. And especially with, you know, Hoy and Crossland in the halves, I was a bit worried for them. But good on them for coming out and putting 16 points on the board. You know, that's, it's an improvement. Yeah, it is. Definitely. It's an improvement. It's better than 39 They scored four two points and, in two weeks or something like that. So. Yeah, well, yeah, they they were trialists three out of four weeks before this game. Yeah. So, you know, it's good to see good stuff from the Knights. You know, positive signs, they're improving. Mm. Clifford is not back. Clune's back this week, but we'll get into that later. Yeah. Anyway. Cowboys, but quickly on the Cowboys. Sorry, yeah. I've, no, I haven't really watched any Cowboys games this year, but in the first half, like, you know, we've been speaking about, you know, are they actually premiership, not premiership, but top eight contenders. You know, we said they're going to be in the bottom two. So, yeah. I actually watched them in the first half and they looked good, eh? Yeah, man. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Their first yeah. three sets looked like a top four team. But then yeah. obviously after Freaks. all, in the end, they sort of dropped off a bit. But like they're, they're some of the set plays they're doing, like 
This looks good, eh? Like, yeah, it's good footy. Cowboys are good footy at the moment. Um, like, obviously, Chad Townsend, but drink water out the drink back. Drink water, freak. It was looking oh, good. Freak. And then you've got, like, Val Holmes as well. If they can do that all game, what they were doing in, like, the yeah. first 20 minutes, jeez. And they're, they're, young, they're, young, they're young back rowers, like, Lukey. Yeah. He's a freak. Mm. Nanai, tri-screw machine, like, there's, there's a lot going on it up It just looks like they were all, looks good. all in tune. It's a well-oiled like, machine. Exactly. They all looked like, like, mm. all the lines they were running, mm. like, that was, you know, they're definitely, yeah. that's definitely was well what oiled. was going to happen. Like, well they oiled. know that was going to happen. It's well just, lubricated. Yes. But, yeah, not a not a bad game, this one. Yeah. Pretty good watch. Moving on to the Sharks versus Warriors game, uh, the last game minute. of the round. You skipped one, mate. The Storm Did versus I? the Dragons. Oh, yeah. Remember that one? Storm 42 to the Dragons 6. Yeah, go um, on. I called it 80, 85 to 1. Go. I was go. close. Go. <laughs> go, give it to me. Go. Uh, Storm, just too good. Storm, too good. Anyway, moving and on. And Dragons didn't have anything, really. No, they didn't. They didn't. I've got nothing to say. You know, we got Tora Partler, blokes blokes like Grant, Munster, even Nelson and Solomon. You know, we got we got torn apart. Mm. Not really much to say. Storm, just unstoppable. But shit. Mm. You know? To be fair, you did... Storm are looking unstoppable, unstoppable, but the Dragons just don't really throw anything. Well, it's just the second half, man. It just piles yeah. on. Like, oh, they scored again. They scored again. Next yeah. thing you know, it's 38. And you're like, oh, shit. And then you're like, they're going for 50. You yeah, know they're trying to get exactly. 50. They don't just give up there. Exactly. It's like, ah, oh, foot on the throat. Okay, what do we got? Not much. You know the worst has come once they get past 30 points. But, you know, like, I don't know. You can get into that if you want. I've got nothing really. Well, I did watch down. it, but I wasn't really like that in depth, like trying to. I stopped watching. Was, all I could just see was just tries. tries I stopped tries. watching fifteen minutes ago. Yeah, well, there you go. Well, Dragons. I did, I didn't really see them have the ball, to be honest. Yeah, no, because they didn't. You, <laughs> like know, you know what I mean? Like they just didn't. I think I saw them in their twenty once, and hey, we got that might have been their try. Good conversion. Rate. I can't remember who scored. Who scored? I don't know. <laughs> don't know. Don't know. I've I've I'm trying so hard to erase my memory of this game. Here, let me check. Let me check. It was scored. expected. I'm trying. They, well, we didn't even get our normal what? two tries. We only got one try. Usually, we get like yeah. ten or twelve points. Debellin, Defellin. See, I didn't see, even I see it. It was that. in the seventy-first minute. That. I wasn't watching. Yeah, I don't think it was either. I turned it off and it was like thirty-eight nil or something. <laughs> I was like, "This isn't good. This is not good footy." Oh, got on the PlayStation. Storm Masterclass Dragons. A bit worrying. Masterclass of their own. You know, not a lot of people see what I saw. It was a great game from the Dragons. But anyway, moving on to <sighs> the. Sharks versus the Warriors. Sharks, 29 over brave, the Warriors, 10. Awesome. They mm. were down to 11 this men. This a good game. They were down at 12 from the... Honestly, because they were down at 12, and then off the play of the penalty, they scored. Mm. And I was like, oh, you know, great. Another ruined game. Send-off? Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, send-off. Yep. But... I think I... Because we were talking about this last week of the other one. I think this is a send-off, but I think the other one's more of a send-off, honestly. This one was a close line, but there was no intent. Like, there was no Ooh. forceful intent to hit him across the neck. Oh, no, I think he stuck his arm out in an attempt to grab him, and he's just, like, I don't know but what Jimmy, happened to the other player. But you know, he got airborne. He did. I know, I saw it. He got airborne. It was against Reese Walsh, but one of the smallest players in the comp. Like, he's yeah, so duck that means and diving. he hits him with more force because he, there's not as much to swing off. Not necessarily. If a little, if a five-year-old runs at you in your arm, or a no, but like the fact four-year-old, it, it shows you how hard he hit because you're saying Bruce Walsh is one of the smallest on the field. But he didn't really hit him hard. He saw his arm sort of flop back when he when he hit him. I'm, it's definitely a send-off. I just think the other one was. Wait, wait, wait. Are you saying, I'm saying Ramians or Carl Lawton's? Lawton's. I think that was more of a send-off. Honestly, I both think that I think they're both send-offs, but in. Yeah, okay. Like, I won't get into Lawton's again because yeah. the tipping action and whatever, stuff like that. But this was a send-off. But in that case, you know, we dial it back, you know, two weeks. Two poos is 10 in the bin. Mm. You know, that old swinging arm up up around the, the neck, chin area. That's what I'm saying. Did it look worse because Reese Walsh sort of went flying? And like I'm saying, he's a smaller player. Like, if that was Paulo, you hit him and He didn't really neck. go flying, though. But it looked bad because he sort of... Yeah, because he wrapped his hand and yeah, his but, arm around his face and But it wasn't, like, a, it wasn't like forceful. Like no, he sort it of, wasn't like... He had his arm fully out. You can't really put that much force into if your arm's like that. Yeah, but he just... He's got the old swinging arm coat hanger. Yeah. 
It was a coat hanger. Like yeah. he, it was forearm. It wasn't hand. It was forearm. Yeah. And then he got he swung around him, like with force. Mm. He swung. There's no air. intent. That's the thing. Like when we talk about those sort of, in, like but, shoulder charges and yeah, but there's in, head highs. There's intent though because he swung his arm in his head. He didn't swing his arm in his head. He stuck his arm out to try and defend him. Up here. Yeah, because he's a small. Reese Walsh is like. Well, I count short. for it. I don't care. It's hard to tackle someone when they're running past you that far. We talked about the same thing. We talked over. about the same thing with Tupu. You said if that's your technique, that's, yeah, it's that on a, you. All that that was just a swing. That was yeah, a no, swing and loose arm technique. as well. Yeah. It's the same thing. I don't think it was a swinging arm. You can't, I don't know if you can say it's a swinging arm. What? What he did. Well, Kennedy's. Yeah. Okay. Sure. He stuck. He his, stuck his arm out. It, his arm was still. Sure. He stuck it he out. Didn't, he, didn't, he didn't swing it. He didn't try to kill him. No. But you don't see that at all anymore. It's just the yeah. loose arm. Yeah. It was a, yeah, a loose arm. Not a swinging it's, arm. It's a send-off. Yeah. It's a send-off. I just think the other one was worse. The drop on the head. Yeah. But it doesn't matter. They're both send-offs. Yeah. It's true. It doesn't matter. But it's because last week you said it wasn't a send-off. So, I'm just interested to see why you think this one's more of a send-off than the other one. Okay. We won't go into it. Like, okay. You've answered it. Well, you've already you've answered asked it. me. No, you've already answered it. I just was interested to see why you think that this one was and the other one wasn't. But you've, you said it there. You said that was a... There was just... It was... Hanger, like we said. It was with... I'll sum it up. With last week's, when Carl Lawton picked up Cam Murray, he didn't intend to drop him on his head. He picked him up, the weight got away from him, and he went with the tackle, right? And I know yeah, it's, uh, it's still bad. It's still terrible. Will Kennedy went too far... And stuck his arm up above his own shoulder. And oh, who would have thought he's going to coat hanger Reese Walsh and wrap and then got airborne? So he intended to coat hanger him. Well, what else do you think he's saying? trying to do? <laughs> Not coat hanger him. Well, okay. When you're running that fast, it's hard to. He's just re- trying to reach out. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, but play. that's. It wasn't me. But that's, but that's his own fault, proper laps. Like, yeah, but you can't lift only, someone up in the air as well. Yeah, but there's only one outcome for what he did. There's only one outcome that's going to happen there when it's Reese Walsh. With Carl Lawton, he just tried to pick him up and drop him on his back, and Cam Murray, the weight got away from him. Like, he went into that tackle with, like, a safe mindset to drop him on his back, and then the tackle went downhill from there. Mm. As soon as Will Kennedy stuck his arm up, that's hitting his head. Yeah, but he didn't deliberately take his head off. Neither of them were deliberate. That's the thing. Yeah, but there's only one outcome that's going to happen. Not really. Could he hit him on around the shoulders? He didn't deliberately go for his neck. Yeah, but it's Reece, as you he said. Hit him on the shoulders there, so it's not a send off. As you said, it's Reese Walsh. Yeah. Well, uh, all I'm saying is that that, because we're arguing about useless bullshit right now. No, no, I just wanted to know, you what, know why you thought, which, what you said, fair enough. They're you both think? they're both sent, they're both send offs at the yeah. end of the day. I just think that that is an out and out send off because there's only one outcome that's going to happen there. Right. And Carl Lawton's, he didn't pick him up and tip him on his head. He picked him up and tried to drop him on his back and Cam Murray's weight because he was too high, got away from him. That's all. all right. that, that, that's my standpoint. Fair enough. On it. And I know it might not be a popular one, but <laughs> that's my standpoint on it. All right, what'd you tip this week? I went six and eight. Rabbits. Well. And Titans. Know. I went the Titans. I tipped Titans Did last you? minute. Last minute, I tipped the Titans. I don't know why, but that, well, was, that was bad. I mean... Not great if you account for my podcast tips last week, but I went seven from eight on the tipping app. Mm. So no, it doesn't matter. We can we can change it. But yeah, you know, I went I went seven from eight on the tipping app podcast wise, and not great. Yeah. Um, I know my older brother wanted because he used his double points last mm. week, and I was in the movies when he wanted tips. So he listened to the podcast <laughs> and and got tips off that. Oh, see what it went bad, and then I got seven out of eight, Jeez. and didn't follow my own ones. So, Jeez. yeah, um, and just sorry, just quick shout out on the Sharks game. Teague Wilton as well had a blind up, but yes, that's Teague. all. That's all we'll say there. We got into a bit of a discussion, mm. you know. But that's that's about, the, about it. That's about it for round ten. You know, yeah. it, was, it was a freaky one. Yeah, it was. It was a bit weird. Um, question of the week. New, yeah, new so segment. new, new, new little cheeky segment. You know, it's nothing special, but can I go first? This. Yeah, well, just give me. I'll just explain right, the explain premise, it. even though it's in the title. So the premise, as I'm about to explain, uh, is a question that me and Jimmy construct ourselves. There's no, there's no real rules except that it just has to be about 
the footy, like this season of the footy, I guess, because that's what we're talking about. But, you know, it could be a, a would you rather, could be a general question, whatever. Bit of, buddy, what do you think of this? What do you think of that? Who knows? But it's just going to be one week. We'll do it in between the rounds and we'll do a question of the week. We'll probably post it up on the story as well. And you can answer yourselves depending on what type of question it is. Obviously, if it's like an essay, we can't really do much. But I guess that's about it. You know, it's in the title. Yeah. Right, well, mine. You go, you go, Gems. 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 Sorry. Okay. I was thinking about this one the other day, okay? So, I was watching the Storm game, you know, watching Papinazan play. I'm like, you know, what a goat. What a player. Yeah. He's yeah. playing so good, but he's playing for the Storm, okay? Ooh, now, I, I, was watching the, I was watching the Knights game as well, okay? Ponga. He's playing in the Knights, okay? If, if Ponga was at the Knights, I mean at the Storm... You could say he'd probably be a top three player in the game, top three fullback at least. You could say, Ponga at the Storm. You could say that. You'd you'd say would be. You could say that. Yep. If Papinell's at the Knights, you know he probably wouldn't be able to save the Knights like Ponga can as well. Like, if he was at the Knights, you don't, you wouldn't say he'd he could save the Knights and move him into the top eight. Would you agree with that? Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so that's pretty much saying like you know. Plays obviously better in a better team, but the question is follow up question. Knights had the opportunity to sign Munster, okay? So who, what player could save the Knights? If you had to pick any player in the comp, what player would you say would be able to save the Knights? And um, by save, I mean get them close to the top eight, bring them back to you know what they were say last year and the year before in the top eight. I think for me, Cleary or Munster, I think are the only two players that could save them. Yeah, and. You know, I think it has to be someone who is going to suit what they have adjusted to. You know, because Ponga is a different player to Pappenhausen. You know, Ponga loves setting up a lot of stuff as well. Pappenhausen just kind of loves running and stepping and all that. Like, he doesn't have that... I don't Well, we haven't really seen it, but he doesn't have that goosey to right-to-left long ball that skips three blokes and lands straight in the winger's basket and scores. Cause he hasn't I think they're had, very similar. He hasn't honestly. had to do that. Mm. But, well, I'm just saying, like, you know, from what we see, they might be similar, but from what we see to the club and what Pong has done, he's different to Papenhausen. Yeah. Like, because Papenhausen is very primarily focused on... He's definitely more running. Running the, the footy yeah. and looking for the line himself, yeah, yeah. which is cool. Ponga is he more about... He does a cutout. Pong is more about getting that ball second receiver and then setting something yeah. up. You know what I mean? So I think that you'd have to kind of go with that. You want Ponga still playing. So we're taking into account, like, if you pick this player, they're taking that person's spot, right? Pretty much, yeah. So if you sign Munster, Ponga's gone. If you sign Papenhausen, you, Ponga's If you sign Papenhausen, Ponga's gone. If you sign Munster, pa- Ponga's gone as well. Ponga's you, gone yeah, as well. Yeah. Because you're not going to have, like, well, Knights have to decide between Ponga and uh, so it's Munster, like a, it's essentially. A, it's, a proper, it's a proper real life context thing. Yes, pretty much. Because what? Like, this is going into the question that, you know, maybe the Knights should have signed Munster instead of Ponga because, you know, you, can Ponga really save this Knights team? You know, they need players around him, obviously. But I think if you had Munster, he he would definitely be able to move them closer towards the top eight than Ponga can. Obviously, he's yeah, in a half different yeah, position. Yeah. Um, yeah, probably. I would honestly probably rather have Munster there over Cleary. Yeah, so would I. So I, think, think, yeah. I think if I was... Gonna just sign one of them now and start from there, yeah. just because you know Munster's got a little bit more flair in his running game mm. and everything like that. Obviously, clearly still great at running the footy, but you know, obviously then the question get gets asked like, you're probably gonna have Tex Hoyt fullback. How will he play with him? But you know, I would say if I had to say one, yeah, probably Munster. Yeah, yeah, I agree. Because he's still got that flair, mm. but he's still you know got that structure about him as well, like. He's, he'll just teach him, well, not teach him, but he'll be able to facilitate swinging the ball right to left a lot easier and yep. whatever. But yeah, I would, I would say probably Munster. Right. Yeah, that's my question. I'll just. That's a good one. That's a good one. So I guess we can probably just put that up on Instagram as a little open ended. Yep. Who can save the Knights? Yep. What player would save the Knights if you had signed one? Okay, mine is a little bit more lighthearted than the old deep and meaningful that we've just been provided. <laughs> it's a would you rather? Yep. And. Would you rather, okay. You got. You have to answer one. Okay. Have to. Have to answer or one. What? All right, I go. Or you banned from the body. Yep. <laughs> run at Fisher Harris, or have Paulo run at you, <laughs> 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 or Paolo, as they now say. Paolo. 
have, have him run at you full tilt or you have to run full tilt at Fisher-Harris and he does not hold back. Jeez. Hard, eh? I don't know, eh? Probably... I think I've got to have Paulo run at me. Yeah. Because... sort of, like, just... If you... But, like, the problem with me and you is we don't know proper tackling technique. Yeah, exactly. So we get ahead in the wrong spot. Mm. Cooked, man. I think, I think I'd rather run at, actually. Run at him. Yeah, but then... Oh, like, that's scary, Paulo. Well, imagine <laughs> that. You're looking at Fisher-Harris. Yeah, say, we see Paulo run at him. He's got his head taped up. Yeah. He's got his head taped up. He's looking at you all angry, and you got to run into a dead set rib cruncher. It's breaking ribs. You're hitting your head on the turf. You're getting concussed. Yeah, well, that's what I mean. You're Depends not what walking. he does. If he just like no, no, he gets you around the in the ribs. He is coming up under your ribs. Oh, okay, yeah, I'd rather rib, pull then. rib tickler like technique. Mm. Bang, Paulo. Paulo, on the other hand, you know he's running at your full tilt. You're going flying. You're gonna go. Flying, but I don't feel like it would inflict as much damage yeah, exactly. as James Fisher Harris's shoulder on your ribs. Yeah. You know what I mean? You get knocked down. You get going flying, but you're not getting absolutely crunched to pieces. I don't reckon I could wrap around one of Paulo's legs. Yeah, no. Like you just have to make sure you get your head out of the way. I think I just like just hope. Just I just stand I think, in front of him. I think I, yeah. I think I just latch on. I think I just, just latch fall on. Fall back. Yeah, latch <laughs> on. You know. Yeah. Okay, Paulo. Okay. Paulo. That's and I, I was. You know, going through some thought process, and that was my like. I feel like there's more potential for injury with the Fisher Harris one. Yeah, probably. You know what I mean? Because mm. he's yeah. coming up and under, and yeah. he's getting he's getting real freaky on yellow. Oh yeah. But anyway, that was that's that's question of the week. So we'll try getting them up on the uh, Instagram story. Yep. And you can answer them yourselves, or just think about them. Up to you. It doesn't really matter. But. Moving on to round 10. Round 10 preview, righto. Um, magic round. Magic round, that is right. Uh, you know, this this is a very tough week to tip. Yeah. I think any game, honestly, I think any game can go either Absolutely. way. Absolutely. Dead set. So these are some very weird predictions, uh, very close ones. So don't listen to us. We could change. We probably most likely will change. Oh, yeah. They, they will chop and change. They yeah. may end up the same, but they will definitely be changing throughout the week. Yeah, but they may, they may end up the same. Who knows? But don't, yeah. Probably don't follow. Um, so the first game of the round is the Manly versus Broncos. No, it's oh, sorry, sorry. Bulldogs versus Knights. I was about to say, bro. <laughs> Battle of the Spoon, you could say. 15th versus 16th. Yep. yep. Friday night to start us off. Bulldogs versus the Knights. Um, I'm going the Knights. You're going the Knights? In a close game, 14 to 10. Yeah, low scorer. Yep, I'm with that. I know, you know, we saw a bit of promise from the Knights last week, and now Clune comes back. Uh, into the side, partnering Tex Hoy, I believe. Crossland off the bench. In that being said, I th- I do think the doggies do them. You know, yeah. I think Burton Burton is playing a lot more freely with the addition of Cole Flanagan now. I think he can set up, you know, at least one for for big old Adokara on that left side. And I say it every week with the dogs, but if they can win that fight in the middle. It seems like they've got enough to work off the back of. Mm. So I, I'm going the dogs in an 18-12 victory. Ooh, okay. Right. Just before I actually go on to the next games, here's just a little sort of match-up thingy. So the first game is 15th versus 16th. We've got a 7th versus 8th, a 9th versus 10th, a 1st versus 2nd, a 5th versus 6th, a 3rd versus 13th, which is, you know, far away, 4th versus 12th, which is... Miles away and 11th versus 14th. So it's worked out so well. Some for very him. close games. It's worked out very well for him. Would have been perfect if the Cowboys were versus the Sharks. Would have made it third versus fourth. That would have been good. But next game, Manly versus Broncos, seventh versus eighth. Um, <sighs> Tough one. I've got, like I said, could go either way. At the moment, I'm going to go with Manly. Golden point, 19 18. The, the one point is back. It is back, and there could be another one. Maybe. The one point is maybe. back. At the moment, I've got a 10 point win. Ooh. I've got Manly 24-14. Ooh. Yeah. Another, obviously, it's another tough one, but you know the combination of, of Turbo DC and and Foz, I just think it could be a little bit too much for the Bronx. I know they're playing good footy, and the addition of Haas and Capewell, again, this one is one of the major ones that's going to go back and forth with me. Um, and don't ask me why I've got it at 10 points, you know, if I'm going to go back and forth. But yeah. I, I think that, you know, the eel, the... Manly have showed their potential to put on points without Turbo. You know, in that second half of the Sharks game, they put 22 points on in 40 minutes. So I think they have that ability there. And 
the Broncos been defending their line well, but hopefully, you know, they can break them down and set up for the wingers. Obviously, you've got Olakowatu back this week as well, so I'm, I'm thinking Manly here, yeah. Yeah, right. Um, next game, ninth versus tenth, Warriors versus the Rabbits. Um, this I think this is gonna be a close one. Once again, can go either way. At the moment, I've got Rabbits twenty-two to twenty. You're going really close. I know. All of my games are so close. I think there's gonna be some very, very close games. I can't see anyone getting flogged, honestly. Here again, I'm going Rabbits twenty-four sixteen. Okay. I, I think that, you know, yeah, they'll they'll realise now because obviously from what I said before, they've got to start winning games and stuff, but they will now realise themselves, shit, mm. we've got to win some games, you know. If they clean up their errors, don't drop the ball as much, they've got the ability to work off the back with, with Cody Walker and you might, you said Nick Arima might even be coming off the bench now. I thought he was in the reserves, but, you know, I think that they've got it in them. To, to get it over this this struggling Warriors side, you might say, you know, after a tough loss last week. So I'm going I'm going Rabbits here, 24-16. Rabbits, right. I'm just going to quickly check if Nick Reamer is playing because I should probably fix that up. Uh, yeah, he's 14. He's 14. Okay, yeah. Well, then, Off the bench. Yeah, that, that's good because he has got the 19 on. Um, sh- it just says 14. Really? Know. Okay. Right yeah. Um, I guess that probably won't be released till later, actually. Yeah. But. Next game, 11th versus 14th, Titans versus the Dragons. Um, this is probably the hardest one to pick because, honestly, I don't know who's going to win. Uh, let's just say neither team's going to win here. A draw. <laughs> nah, just They call it off this one, I reckon. They call, call oh, it off. Forfeit. <laughs> forfeit nah, for both Dragons 18-16 at the moment. Dragons 22-10. Fight up after a big loss last week. Uh, or low on confidence. Hey? Or low on confidence. Fight up after a big like, loss last way. week. You know, hook. 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 He's, he's into he's him. hooking. Hook me. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> actually like, you know, that's exactly like the line. Actually. Yeah, it's so good. <laughs> Derek, you are. But I, I think that he'll be into him this week with that kind of tone. You know, and I think they'll come out and and be ready, be ready to go. So, Titans obviously aren't playing very, very good footy. Mm. I think we can capitalize on that. and We get over him pretty comfortably. Not pretty comfortably, but semi comfortably. Right. <laughs> Next game, first versus second. The game of the round, the game of the year could be Storm versus Penrith. Oh, this is tough. I'm I'm gonna go Storm, eighteen to sixteen. Yeah, and the thing with this one is not only could it go either team's way, it could also go high scoring or low scoring. Could I reckon it'll be low scoring, but I think it'll be low scoring, but we just don't know. Mm. You know, like well, the Storms do have a new left side of Iremia and Seve starting. So that's a bit of a worry for yeah. them, but we know what the Panthers, you know, their outside backs are pretty solid, but they can, you know, sometimes lack Tago's side, but yeah. Tago on May, which is a pretty young side. Um, so it could, yeah, it's going to be interesting, I think. I think it'll be low just because, yeah. but both teams are very good attacking-wise. So Exactly, and that's, that's what I'm saying. I know they've both got great line defense and everything like that, but they're also, you can't look past their attack. Yeah, You know, it's, Good line defense coming up, great attack, it, and that's what I'm saying. It could it could go either way. Mm. I want I'm I'm saying here what I want it to be because I want it to be a one to six point game in between ten and twenty. So I've gone Storm eighteen fourteen because I'm, I'm trying to speak it into it into existence. You know, like you get in between that ten and twenty mark, you yeah. see a bit of action, but it's also close. Yeah, no one gets away with it, so. I'm going Storm, 18-14 with this one. I think that would still be too classy, yeah. Yeah, righto. Um, next game, 4th versus 12th, the Sharks versus the Raiders. Uh, this is probably the game that, you know, the Sharks could get away here. Yeah, yeah. Um, I've got the Sharks 22-16. to 16. I think the Raiders will give it to them, but... I've got the Sharks 30-10. to 10. Oh, okay, so you got a bit of a... Yeah, bit of a yeah. Uh, I think after a real gutsy and confident display last week, I think Nico playing at fullback... We saw it last week, you know, absolute gun back there. I think he'll have a dead set field day. And if Trindle can play well, you know, and, and partner Moylan well, no doubt Hines will still have his hands on the ball. But mm. That's I, only worry about a, like, a bit of a shake-up in the spine. Yeah, but I do I do think that they can get away with this one pretty pretty comfortably, yeah. Yep, okay. Next game, fifth versus six, the Roosters versus the Eels. Um, I'm backing the boys here. Eels, 18 to 12. Bit of a close one. Yeah, I, I'm going for a high score here. Uh, 24-20 yep. to the Roosters. I don't mind that. To the Roosters. To the Roosters. Okay. 
at the moment. You know, this is one that's it's going to be subject to change. But Reasoning? Well, Teddy's playing some great footy. Obviously, no doubt the Eels are also playing some great footy, but uh, Kiri coming off the back of three try assists. You know, if, if he can play well, Walker's been playing well. Uh, if he maintains that link up with someone like Tupanua as well. You know, Suwali, good footy. Tupu, good footy. I think that there's there's positive signs at the moment for the Roosters. And versing a good side, I think that they'll be able to match. Mm. Like, when they verse bad sides, you know, they they are good at matching, you know, them being bad, and then they go worse. But versing a good side, I think they can match a good side, and they can come away with the victory. They've got enough points in them, I think. So, but another high score here. I think the only thing I will agree with you on there is that historically... Yeah. Usually lose to the Roosters like last year. It was two and nine. We beat the Storm and Penrith, but we we got smashed by the Roosters. I think so. Fair enough, but um, up the Eels. Third versus thirteenth. The next game: Tigers versus Cowboys. I just think it's be close too. I'm going Cowboys twenty four to eighteen. I've got Cowboys twenty eight ten. Okay. I just I, I think that yeah they're showing stints of good line defense. You know, they've been working on their line defense. Obviously, they're in a few tries last week. But, you know, uh, I think they can defend their line against the Tigers, who haven't offered a whole lot. We saw it, as you said, against the Dragons. Um, whilst they did put some points on the uh, man, like the Seagulls last week, they just, it was more Seagulls, poor defense. You know, like they let them over a lot of times. And I think that the Cows can hold them out. And as you said, with the Cows, they're playing great footy. You know, they're playing top four footy. And they've got great young edge back rowers who I think will both cross for a try. They've got some great talent in the outside backs, Val and Cole Felt both playing well. And then you've got Drinkwater and Chad Townsend and Dearden. So I think they do them and they do them well. Yeah. All right. Well, that is Magic Round uh, preview and our predictions. Like we said, tips could change. Subject I think any, to change. any game could go either way. So yep. mine will probably change. But yeah, that's round 10 uh, for the Magic Round. Should be a good round. Yep. Pretty keen for it. but Very keen. Magic Round. Yes. Can't wait. But before we get into our multis, Spory selects the segment. It is back. He's not here um, like last week, but we're going to give him a call and see what uh, three try scorers he has for us this week. Remember, if this, have, this isn't the scoop. Yeah, no. This if you didn't listen sucks. last week, scoop's not here. This week, Sleafy selects, Spory selects, three try scorers every week into a multi. Last week, I don't think it went too well, but we'll give him a he call. He got a bit here. weird with it last week, to be fair. First week, you know, he got, he got a little bit weird with it. Yeah, we'll give him a call here, see, see what he's got this week. Sleep, how you going, mate? Good, you? Yeah, not bad, not bad. Uh, Spory Selects, what do you got for this week, this week, mate? Got a quick three. I've got quick three. Brent Naden. Okay. I've got Will Panasini. Ooh. Yep. And I've got Cody Walker. Don't mind that. I don't hate that, you know? I don't ha- you, so, you, you're coming off the back of a, of a horrendous one last week, so I don't, I don't yeah. mind that. Yeah, so I haven't done the odds yet for three of them, but I will do them. And I'll tell you. Yeah, no, it won't be. It won't be playing too bad there. That's um. What do you reckon? Let's have a guess. I'll say. Reckon, tw- I'll say twenty-three bucks. Oh, actually, no. I'll, I'll say, say eighteen. I'll say nineteen sixty. I want to say eighteen. I Was it Naden Penasini? Naden Penasini. Cody, Cody, Cody Walker would be paying a little bit. I reckon Cody Walker would be up around the four buck mark. Yeah, I'll say about twenty. Nineteen sixty. Yeah. All right, well, cheers, cheers for your three uh, tips this week, mate. Uh, we'll get them up on the story, and hopefully hopefully you get up this week, mate. It'll be Thanks, good, mate. For, good for us. <laughs> Hope the app's going well. Yeah, it's Cheer going brother. good, mate. See you, boys. See you, mate. mate. All right, well, that's Sleafy Selects there, so if you want to get on that, uh, three try scores every week, like we said. Um, yeah, not, not too not bad, bad there. Don't mind it. Not too bad there. Don't mind it at all. Don't hate it at all. Who will be Penasini? What's he playing this week? It's hard to tell these days. Center. Yeah, but what side? Do you know? Oh, He'd be coming, probably coming up right against side, Manu. Usually, I'd say. He'd probably be coming up against Manu. Manu's right, and I think he's right, so that won't be. Manu's right. Manu's right. Yeah, don't worry. Yeah, yeah. Right, so it'll, sure. be, it'll be the... Who's Momorovsky side? Oh, yeah. yeah. Yeah, don't mind that. Don't mind that at all. Not bad from Sleaf there. As long but. as he is staying on that right side and running at Momorovsky, then yeah. that's better. Right, on to our multis for this week. Last week, we had Shockers, but... Well, it was just a round of upsets. You know, there was heaps going on last mm, week. It was. Uh, this week. It's not any easier. I've got a bit of a... It's a safe one. Canterbury Bulldogs versus the Knights. Neither to 30. I can't say either team sort of smash yeah, the other. Yeah, so, 30 in them yet. Um, Melbourne Storm versus Penrith. Neither to 30. I can't say it being a high-scoring game, so I've got that one in there. Yep. Um, the Cowboys v the Tigers. I've got 
Tigers to score over 10.5 points, and Murray Tulagi to score a try. And I've also got Warriors over 10.5 against the Rabbitohs. What's that paying? 860. Seven bucks. Okay. Okay, I don't mind it. Uh, mine's up around that mark as well. Mine just, I think mine, it's, I think mine sounds pretty clean, you know? Clean? It, the odds are at 673, not power played. I've got Melbourne to win, which is, I oh know, I oh know. I did have that. But it's it's two bucks and fifteen cents yeah, for a cool. Melbourne win. Yeah. So I think it has I did to, have it, but it's a bit risky. I think it has to be in there. You know, two fifteen for a Melbourne win either way. Mm. I'm gonna put it in. I've got Sharks minus nine and a half, so they've got to win by ten or more against the Raiders, yep. which I think they can do. I've got Roosters plus ten and a half. So they need to lose by ten or less or win, obviously. Yep. As long as they don't lose by more than ten. Yeah. And I've got Cowboys to win. Yeah, okay. At six seventy three. So not too bad. I like that. I'll be getting on that one. I think it's pretty good value. Uh, obviously, in, in a very tough week. You know, if it's a if it's a tough week to tip, it's a tough week to bet on. So we'll find out how the magic round provides for the multis. It's be magic, so you never know. Some some weird stuff could happen. Yes. Now I'm going to pass this over to Jet really quick because we do have a bit of an announcement yes. to make, and I'll I'll let him I'll let him make it. So Jimmy. Okay. So we are we have some merch coming. We do. We have some True Blue stubby holders yes. incoming, coming yes. to True Blue headquarters uh, in hopefully the next three weeks. So if you're interested to buy one of those, make sure you uh, send us a DM when we announce it on our Instagram. Don't start sending it yet because they're not out yet. Make yep. sure you will, you know, post a couple of photos of the design, stuff like that. We've got a, it's just our logo on there. We've got a blue background and a black background. So Don't say just our logo, mate. It looks spectacular. It does. It looks good. Jimmy and has you know. done an excellent job. He's the designer. He's the producer. Well, not the producer. He didn't make them, but don't let him downplay that. Right? They look They, they look, look superb. good. So, you know, if you want your beer to stay cold, your hands to be warm, the perfect, perfect stubby holder for any occasion. Yep. For they're, the footy. Hey, and don't you worry. They're high quality. Oh, yeah. Right. We didn't order them. They're Australian made, high quality, proper stubby holders. They're beautiful. They're, they're not good. these rubbish stubby holders, yeah. all right? We're getting the slim ones too, not the not the ones that, you know, a bit, you put the beer in there and you wobble it around, yeah. it's loose. Yep. Yep. It's a tight one straight in there, so. It's a, it's a premium stubby, mate. It's premium. It's a premium. We've we've gone up an echelon. Yep. So we've gone for a premium Coming stubby. soon, so we're, hopefully in the next three weeks we should have them at True Blue Headquarters and Wherever we will, we will mysterious, start. Mysterious place. We will start posting on Instagram and, you know, getting people to, if you're interested, DM us. I um, mean, you know, when we start posting the photos, don't do it yet. But yeah, yeah, um, yeah. Don't hopefully, be overwhelmed. There is, there is, is it? There is limited, limited stock. There is limited stock, though. So actually, get in stock. early. So once we post it, yeah, flick us some messages and we'll we'll, we'll reserve some for you. Yeah, we're also going to do a giveaway. So yeah, also when that time comes around, we'll start. Yeah, like we said, sharing photos and um, get you to share it on your stories to in the chance to win one for free. But yeah, that's just a little sort of announcement there. Yeah, um, so stay tuned for that. We're stay expanding. tuned. Thank you for listening, but to this episode, uh, Magic Round Round Ten. Make sure you follow the Instagram uh, at, at TrueBlue.Sport, like the Facebook, follow the podcast, turn on your notifications, all the usual, and we'll see you next episode. Thank you for listening. Thank you.